I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at the Taco Bell. Welcome to Two Pals in a Pod, episode 36. Um, I'm going to cut that beginning out, but Jamie and I were just horrified that Target sells a stuffed animal that you have to put together from the labyrinth. Well, it said it was a Jim Henson thing, but I don't remember it being that creepy, but um, everything's jaded by childhood, so we got some fun facts to you that aren't creepy related. Why don't Jamie, you, you go first. All right. So, today we're going to throw it back to our childhoods a little bit. So, I was doing some research on Heelys. Specifically looking for my adult Heely options. I would like to get back into the game. Um, they make Jojo Siwa Heelys. Which, what don't they make Jojo Siwa? I literally don't think there's anything. Like, I'm sure there's <laughs> Jojo Siwa branded gasoline. And that'd be incredible. Can you imagine if Shell, like, made the <laughs> like one, If one of the buttons was Jojo Siwa gray. Like, instead of, like, It has the... glitter in it, and it destroys your car. Instead of the Speedway thing talking to you, Jojo Siwa. Hi, my gas. <laughs> oh, we're Anyways. too high for this episode. And they also sell Harlem Globetrotter Heelys, which is... Very funny to me that I I can't imagine that being so popular. What if popular. they play the game in Heelys? What if JoJo Siwa <laughs> plays the game in Heelys? <laughs> it's not really a game. It's more of a performance, but whatever. Anyway, Laura, what's your fun fact? So my fun fact is kind of a podcast brag for us, but um, it's taken us a while to get a decent little audience, which we are glad that you all listen to us. Um, but in the last week, we had quite a nice little jump in listenership. And we also have people around the globe listening to us. So I'm going to give you four countries, and you're going to tell me which one has not listened to us. Only one of them. Me? You're quizzing me or the listeners? I'm quizzing, quizzing you. <laughs> I wish quizzing was still a thing. Anyway. Was it good? I never ate there. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay, so the four options are one of these countries has not listened to us. Okay. Russia, Germany, Singapore, and Taiwan. I'm going to go with Russia. Final answer. You are right. Russia has not listened to us, but we've reached Singapore, which is the other side of the earth. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, the only reason I said Russia is you made a real weird face when you said Russia. Did I? Yeah. Oh, and another thing I have to say about Russia. Um, <laughs> not about Russia specifically. I don't know if you know this show because you're not a huge fucking weeb, but I think at least half the people listening to us have heard of Hitalia. You're half... Yeah, my half. <laughs> okay. My half of the fans. You've probably heard of Italia. It is an anime, and they're, like, really short episodes, and the characters are countries. And so America is really annoying, wears a suit with a bomber jacket, and he's like, I'm the hero, and he's always eating a cheeseburger and french fries. Yeah. Canada's super cute, and his best friend's a polar bear. Oh, 
I want to be Canadian so bad. And Italy is really stupid and loves pasta. And Germany is, like, kind of scary. But, like, don't fuck with Italy. I'll mess you up. Yeah. A lot. And everybody's just really cute. The last time they made a new episode was, like, ten years ago or something. Perfect. They're having a new season next year. Ooh, that's exciting. Maybe I'll have to catch up on that. Honestly, I think you would think it's kind of funny. All right. Well, I'll report back. Um, those were our fun facts. <laughs> we are a little bit jazzed today. We are fed and we are ready to go. It took us a long time to get started because I decided to DoorDash food because I haven't eaten today. You decided to DoorDash from Singapore. That's what you did. <laughs> I DoorDashed some Indian food that was really far away. It was super good, um, but it just took a really long time to get here and I was getting hangry and I also ate a cheese quesadilla before that <laughs> because I was so hangry and then the food got here and I could only eat half of it. Perfect. Anyway, so, other than your food today, how's your week been? Honestly, it's been kind of boring because we haven't even gone a whole week without recording. Um, But this weekend, I went to a pumpkin patch, which was a normal activity you can do pretty socially distant, um, just being in a patch. When did we record last Friday. I didn't talk about going out with Amy then. Okay. Go ahead. (laughs) Being in a pumpkin patch is pretty socially distant. Yeah. Um, You can be mostly responsible there. And they actually changed the way they, like, sell stuff. So, um, they pulled their cash registers outside so they could have longer lines. But the store still had everything in it so it could be on shelves and refrigerated so you go in the store get what you want and then you come outside to get in the line which is great because their store is kind of small so there's only like five or six people in there at a time and then the lines were going but I was in line and this little girl in front of me she's playing with the bundles of dried corn yes um and she's little and stupid and doesn't know things but she like wants her mom to buy her a corn because she's just like whoa like it's so hard how do you eat it and she's like you don't eat it and a little girl was trying to show her mom and she they're tied up in threes and she snaps one off like she doesn't like (laughs) untie it or like take it out she just snaps the motherfucker off she's like mom can we get this corn and the mom's like you weren't supposed to do that you broke it you have to buy it with the money you brought oh no and, like, the cashier, there's no way they give a shit about one fucking piece of corn that nobody was going to eat. But the mom's like, you broke it. You're buying it. And the little girl's like, I, I can fix it. I can fix it. Very upset. And, like, I think everybody as a child had that, like, experience. Like, you didn't know you did something wrong. And when you found out you were a criminal, you were, like, ready to be crucified. <laughs> this reminds me of a childhood story. Um, my parents are DIYers. We spent a lot of time at Home Depot growing up. A six-year-old girl has no business being at Home Depot for more than 20 minutes. I loved being at Home Depot. I had already sat on all the toilets, played with all the doors. I'd been there for two hours at this point. As long point. as you didn't shit in the toilet, <laughs> I we're did good. Not. Okay, why do they take so long there? As an adult, I've been to Home Depot before, and I've never spent more than 20 minutes in there. I think it's because they talk to customer service representatives, and that's something our generation has destroyed. 
Anyway, I had a... We've killed the industry of customer service. Yeah. I had My Little Pony, and I was just throwing it as high as I could and catching it in an aisle nobody was in. I was minding my own business, not bothering anybody. Being a polite kid, not making any sound. I throw it, and it gets stuck on the top shelf. And I'm, like, three aisles down from my parents, and I'm like, what? the fuck <laughs> do i do i thought you were gonna say you got stuck in the ceiling and i was like jamie the ceiling is like 50 feet high well there was like one of those ladders up to the top shelf like where i got it stuck oh, and i was like no. i'm just oh gonna... no oh no um i was like i can just climb up here and i like got on the first step and i was like you know what there's a sign saying not to do this for a reason and i went and got my mom I thought she was going to punch me in the mouth, to be honest. Which, to be fair, like, the worker was like, yeah, fine. He just, like, climbed up the ladder, grabbed it. Like, he was not in the least bit frustrated or angry. He was like, this is one of the easier things people ask me to do. Like, your kid's toys up there, I will just grab it. The ladder's already right here. Yeah. Um, so that's what that reminded me of. (laughs) I didn't break anything in Home Depot. I did think that I was stealing the paint chips, and I would just hoard all the ones that I liked. Dude, did you ever think you were stealing when you took a gift card that wasn't activated? I never did that. Oh, my dad would give us unactivated gift cards so we could pretend like we had credit cards oh, in our that's wallet. that's fun. Oh, that's a good idea. Nope, didn't do that. Anyway. Anyways, I went to the pumpkin patch. Um, <laughs> got home, and we had apple cider mimosas which are good shit not my original idea but shout out to ashley for the idea they were incredible and we carved pumpkins but i've carved pumpkins every year that i can remember physically being able to hold a knife (laughs) so one (laughs) (laughs) safely uh but this year i was not at my home and this person didn't have enough knives for all of us to cover our pumpkins. And so we were like, oh, we'll get some stuff at the store. And we go to buy the little pumpkin kits. They have electric pumpkin cutters. Does it come with the batteries or do you have to buy them? I had to buy the batteries. Uh, yeah, I'm not shocked. Stupid. Yeah. But worth every single penny. I was like, this probably isn't going to work very well. I'm going to be sad and disappointed and just have to use a knife incredible cuts the pumpkin like butter that's amazing since we're on it was only seven bucks i highly recommend that's my advice this week get an electric pumpkin cutter cutting pumpkins it's fun but not for five hours you would be so much happier if you got it done in the 15 minutes i did yep um since we're talking about halloween what were you for your first halloween um, recalling pictures, I'm pretty sure I was a pumpkin. I was a Dalmatian, and they painted my face at a ripe three months old. I think and they painted my face, too. Pictures of somebody holding me in a monster costume, and you've never seen more horrified baby in your life. It's like I just found out how birth works. It was the most tragic face. I think, especially... For poor kids, you had that Halloween costume that you wore more than any of the others. As a witch, like six times. Same. <laughs> okay, I was a witch as many times as you could possibly be one. 
one year I decided I was gonna be like a snow princess and Ooh, I got bougie. it was a navy Elsa. velvet yeah but this was before Elsa existed but pretty much it was like a navy long sleeve like it had the little cuffs that were all fuzzy and I had tights on under it my mom's like it's gonna be hot and then that year it snowed which usually don't want it to snow on Halloween but if you're an ice princess and you're already warm and you don't have to wear a sweater over your costume, then you're the coolest kid on the block. It's snowing and I did it. Yeah, my mom would be like, you have to wear a sweater over your costume. Oh my god, when they were like, wear a jacket over your costume, I'm like, I would literally rather die. I'll go outside naked if you make me. Like, I <laughs> just her a fucking tantrum. Don't ruin my outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember one year, though, I was a little miserable. Um, and a jacket wouldn't have saved me, but I was a mermaid. More specifically, Ariel. I'm pretty sure, I don't know if I had a red wig or not, but my grandma made me a seashell bra out of an old bra, and I just wore it over a white t-shirt, and they made me a sequin fin, but I couldn't walk in it because it actually looked like a mermaid tail. So my mom pulled me around the neighborhood in a wagon. That's incredible. But it was raining, so the water was collecting in the wagon, and my butt was wet. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like a real mermaid. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> I also was Piglet one year. <sighs> no way. I bet that was really cute. Um, It really was. I'm Piglet all the time right now. <laughs> I live that anxious life. Another thing I did this week was buy this year's Halloween costume. Which is? Bum, 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 an astronaut. No surprise here, folks. I was going to be Mabel from Gravity Falls. So, there is a little bit of an issue with my costume. Oh, let's hear it. It is a standing up outfit and not a sitting down outfit. Yeah, but if you're going trick-or-treating, it'll be fine. I'm not going (laughs) trick-or-treating. Okay, when's the last year you went? 21. (laughs) And you had a blast, didn't you? There were a few rude people. I I feel like if you are in a costume and not causing problems, you deserve candy. You've been walking around the neighborhood because you want candy. Yeah. Um, Don't you dare look at me and be like, you guys are too old. I'm like, I'm not harming anybody. I'm not like a sexualized weird character or anything. I'm a fucking astronaut. Yeah, like what if old people revolted and they were like, you know what, I'm retired. I want somebody to give me candy. And they walked around and they were like cute little old people. I'd give them candy. Yeah, I I can't believe people would turn you away. Yeah, there's that's being prejudice in all forms. I'd give anybody candy. People are ruder for worse shit too, but... The audacity. But yes, I went trick-or-treating at 21. I was in college, and we didn't have any food. I didn't go because I wanted to hold down the fort and pass out candy. Not a single trick-or-treater came. I was so mad, I rage went to sleep at 9 p.m. (laughs) People hadn't even shown up for the party yet, and I was asleep. But I was thinking, so the issue with sitting down is there is no booty space in this costume. Your booty's out of this world! I was thinking... What if I just cut the boot pout or the boot pout out? (laughs) What if I cut the booty part out and be an ass tronaut? Absolutely, you cannot do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just be at home in it. 
your home has several people <laughs> and a mean cat and a nosy dog. Oh, the dog. Jack. <laughs> and a child. He's not going to be there on Halloween. Okay, well, how's I supposed to know that? But I guess our literal only rule is no nudity in common spaces. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is the only rule, and you're thinking about breaking it. <laughs> Terrific. Goodness gracious. Um, the only other thing I did this week that I guess would be remotely interesting is on my way here, my doctor called me, and I was like, oh, I'll just call them back, and I look at the time, and I was like, they're gonna close, I'm not gonna get to talk to them today, and like, I got a bit of an issue. How many days? 35! Welcome, if you're new and you've not listened to the previous podcast, maybe go back and do that, but... Laura has been on her menstrual cycle for 35 days. Technically, you're always on it, but I've been bleeding for 35 days, and that's really fucking stupid. I (laughs) am just really inconvenienced at this point. I'm not, like, in pain or anything, but I last week talked about the ultrasound I had, and I also (laughs) kind of need to pee again on (laughs) But my doctor called me, and I've got a thyroid problem. If you don't have a thyroid problem, then you probably have a stomach problem like me. Welcome. So now I get to take medicine every single day. I'm pretty much never going to eat breakfast again. Um, While we're on the TMI train, I had to take laxatives for three years uninterrupted, and now there is no amount of laxatives, so that will work on me. I have taken three doses at once, and it does nothing. You have a... <laughs> I have... You have immunity to laxatives. So, uh, if you want to pull a prank on somebody, you can't pull that one on me. <laughs> it won't work. <laughs> but I have to go pick this medicine up now. I'm not very excited. But there is one upside. You'll quit bleeding. I might get skinny the real plus side is that you'll quit bleeding um are you maybe did you go all the way around like are you on it a second time yeah man it's incredible month two technically i was hoping maybe it would just go around and then be like regular yeah yeah. like maybe i'd deal with another week and it would just be a normal period and then it'd be like oh whatever it's like (laughs) no no so i guess it didn't rebuild just never stopped. What's going on? <laughs> Don't ask me. I, I'm so confused. We. How can you tear down a tower that hasn't rebuilt? Hasn't rebuilt. <clears throat> well, I'm just medically confused. What is? <laughs> disassemble this establishment brick by brick. That's all I could think of. Tell us about the bricks of your week. Currently, I'm good on the blood front. (laughs) But yeah, Laura and I are a little goofy today, but I'll update you on my weekend. So I consume alcohol maybe once or twice a year. It's few and far between for me. I don't love it. Um, But it was my friend Amy's birthday. And everybody's had a rough 2020, but Amy wins. And I'm not going to disclose her information because that's not my business. But Maybe other people win more, but out of the people we personally know, 
my condolences to you, Amy. Like, yeah. this year was like, I'm going to kick the shit out of everybody. But you, you're going to be in that top 1%. Yeah. Not that it's a competition, but like, yeah. The audacity. Anyway. And Amy wanted to go out with the girls for her birthday. And I was like, mm, not my jam, not my vibe, but. I know that you're in the part of the movie that requires this. Exactly. And so I was like, this is what we're doing. We're, I'm committing. So I was like. We did something called a pedal wagon, which I imagine is popular in all larger cities. So for any of you who don't know, a pedal wagon is just a cart driven by one sober dude with a bunch of girls who are either there for a birthday or a bachelorette party that get lit and they stop at a couple bars and then they go back to where they started. We do this. Sounds like a terrible time to me, if we're being honest. That sounds like my nightmare. Because don't you have to pedal? You don't have to pedal. How's this man pulling all of you? It's motorized. You don't have to do anything. So he's just steering? But you're sitting on a bicycle seat. And the fact that none of these girls fell off while they were drinking. There's not, incredible. like, candles. There's, like, a bar counter in front of you, but it's a bicycle seat, and that's it. That's stupid. Yeah. Anyway, we riding around. We're going on this pedal wagon, and I'm having fun. All of our friends were super nice and great, and we were with another group of girls who were having a birthday party, which I was excited about. Cause it's like, so, double birthdays. But if we're having a bachelorette party, I was like, ooh, this is not going to be a good mix, because once they both start drinking... Anyway, birthday party, we're pedaling around, we stop at a couple bars, and then we get french fries from this really great place, and then I stop at another bar. They picked me up on the way, so I was going to need a ride home regardless whether I drink or not. So I was like, you know what? I treat myself to a few White Claws. And I have the alcohol tolerance of probably a 45-pound child. So <laughs> Yeah, so that was enough for me. Um, my husband picked me up. We were on the way home. I drank enough for me to be a little woo-woo in the head. Not for anybody else, though. We get home, and he, we stop at Wendy's. He gets me a small fry, and he's like, I need you to eat something. Because you're just a little too flimsy for me to make this work. <laughs> you're like, what cardboard? <laughs> yeah. And so I did not want to eat, and I detested this with all of my being. And I aggressively force-fed my dog french fries anytime I thought he wasn't looking. He definitely saw me do this, and my poor chunky dog got a whole small french fry from Wendy's. So Scout loves drunk mom. <laughs> she, like, really was a fan. And the next morning I was eating breakfast, and she was sitting right by me staring at me. That's some real Linda from Bob's Brothers <laughs> shit. And I was like, go away from me! <laughs> get away from me. Uh, but she knew, she knew she could get it out of me. So... That was how my Saturday went. Sunday, I went to a craft fair, bought some Christmas ornaments. Are you just, like, perpetually always at a craft fair? Yeah. Um, that's the only thing that sparks serotonin in my life. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, I've been working, having a good time, catching up on these photo shoots, finally. Um, but I have a lot more work to do. Do you ever have those days where you start working and your brain's like, not today, fam. It just doesn't understand anything. Okay, so I was having the same kind of day. And I got so bored, I looked up our horoscope. Ooh! And it said, do not expect to be productive or creative today. No, it didn't! It really did! 
Okay, speaking of horoscopes and things that are super important, I found this TikTok and it was what your zodiac sign is as free bread from restaurants. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Would you like me to review them? For I want to know. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, Laura and I are both Leos and we apparently are the bread combo, bread and oil combo from Carabas Italian Girl, which I love a good oil bread dip situation. Um, never been to that restaurant before, but love it. So I'm very excited about it. I'll admit, not a fan of that combo, but I am glad that we are the fanciest little charcuterie board of bread. <laughs> yeah. Um, it said Pisces, which pre-packaged crackers from any restaurant. Which is so true. <laughs> They're I, so salty. I don't know who Pisces are. Pisces are the big cry babies, cry babies. Gemini's are the brown bread from Cheesecake Factory, and I love that bread from Cheesecake Factory. I've never been to Cheesecake Factory. <gasps> I've also never talked to a Gemini. Can we talk real talk here for the podcast? <laughs> We're having a mess. We're never talking real talk. We only take talk, fake talk. This is the fake news. It's fake talk. <laughs> Oh, we were not prepared today to do this shit show. (laughs) Anyway, we all have goals in life, and most of mine are pretty wholesome and normal. like Bread-related. We're getting there. (laughs) Um, But we have silly goals as well. Like, when I got my first big girl job, where I got, like, a decent paycheck that wasn't minimum wage, i.e. Whole Foods, I was like, I want to buy myself an iPad and an Apple Pencil did that now that I own my own business my stupid goal that I want to accomplish other than like be successful get to own a house treat my clients well I want to have a casual lunch at Cheesecake Factory like I just show up there and it's not a big deal and go buy a pair of fancy ass leggings and go home that's all I want wow (laughs) I have a very low bar set for myself but that's what i want i feel like i have something like that i don't know what it is i could do that right now um would i rather save that money yeah but to go to a casual lunch at cheesecake factory and buy a pair of lululemon leggings and it not be a big deal would just be really rad to me just one time i think my big purchase would be a pair of shoes that costs over a hundred dollars oh wow I've never purchased a pair of shoes for more than $60. If I did not get the leggings, it's a toss-up between either getting a dress from somewhere like Anthropology. <gasps> I want to just buy my clothes from Mod Cloth. Yeah, I would just like to be like, you know what? I like five things from this website. I'm going to add them all to cart, and I don't care if I find a coupon code. If I do, great. I'm going to use it. I'm not stupid. But, like, if not... I'm going to buy it anyway. That would be cool. I'm not going to hit the button on Honey that says search for more coupons. Yeah. So um, if you're doing financially better than us, you've already checked out. Um, But if you feel us, review your goals and come back. We'll be back after this break. And we're back from our beautiful break. Was that supposed to be spooky or is that just your voice? I don't know. It started and I couldn't stop it. 
how did it end up like this? <laughs> it was only a kiss. It was only a kiss. Now she's taking a cam. Anyway. We're, we're going to do guilty pleasures this week. Again. Because I have some things I want to talk about. Uh, mine is mango milkshakes. And that's the tweet. Alright. Short, sweet. Keep it They are it. good. <laughs> mine is a show that I've been obsessed with recently. Which I also used to watch after school. And it is Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the live action one, um, with Melissa Joan Hart. I've watched the series from the beginning, and it's kind of better than I remember. Like, it's pretty quality. <laughs> There's a storyline. There's a plot. Who would have thunk a show with a plot? I mean, it also... So I recently watched Wizards of Waverly Place, like, one of their Halloween episodes came up. The animation for that show, tragic. And I watch movies from the 1950s, so I'm not one who's really bougie about special effects. But Sabrina started in, uh, I think it was 96, the year we were born, ended in 2003. I looked it up the other day. Actually, you know what? We did watch an episode before we started recording, and now that you're talking about it... So good! I mean, like... For 96, yeah. Yeah. And like, they didn't go overboard if they were doing magic. They just did, like, some simple sparkles. Or they superimposed her head on some shit, and it didn't look like you could see the whole green screen. Yeah, but uh, if you watch an episode of Wizards of Waverly Place, it's almost unwatchable. Because of solely just how bad the animation is. And that show came out in, what, 2012? Something like that unexcusable disney you need to pay for better shit and i know you got the money you have the funds um so that's a guilty pleasure and a pet peeve i guess all in one but since we're talking about 90s early 2000s stuff this laura got a plan for us we're gonna do a fun little talkie talkie game where i read some stuff off of paper um <laughs> basically i'm gonna bring up a 90s toy and jamie is going to tell us what she knows about it, if she had it, if it was good, if it was bad. This is Jamie's toy review, but she doesn't know what toy she's reviewing until I say it. All right. Do I need to give it, like, a rating and then a review, like a 1 through 10? A 1 out of 5. Okay. Like, you'd be rating on Amazon. Okay. So our first toy, a classic. Furbies. Zero out of 5. <laughs> a 1 is as low as you can go. So a 1? I guess. Um... I don't like it, never liked it. One time... Describe what a Furby is for possibly our younger viewers who haven't had their trauma. If... So, I don't know if you ever had dreams about a troll under your bed. But just imagine that, but hamster size. Um, They were supposed to be cute. They weren't. It kind of looked like a hamster with a little bird face on it. With like a really short, teensy tiny beak, big eyes, big eyelashes. Owl, hamster, Furby. And the mouth and eyes were electronic and the rest of the body was fluffy-ish. And it spoke gibberish to you. I don't think Furbies ever actually said anything. At least mine didn't. It was just gibberish. Um, Sometimes it would talk in my basement when we were upstairs and uh, nobody was doing anything. So... It's haunted. They're all haunted. I don't think they were haunted. I think they just talk at random times. I think they were made in a horrible 
horrible horror house. There's some whores in this house. <laughs> Seriously. And they're Furbies. Yeah. Um. I. So you did own one. I owned one, and it was because somebody gave it to me as like a birthday present, and I immediately put it into our basement and was like, "No, I didn't ask for this. I, I... asked for a littlest pet shop." This is not a littlest pet shop. This is the littlest pet shop of horrors. <laughs> I did have one Furby of my own, and it got super gross really fast. And because they're animatronic, you can't wash them like a regular stuffed animal. Yeah. <laughs> one out of five may be correct. I I thought they were kind of fun. Yes, it did talk while I was sleeping. Yeah, if it didn't do that, I'd maybe Yours give busted. it... Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so this one might need a little describing from me, but sound tubes. So you know the ones you whip that you'd whip around your yes, head? And like they could also be collapsible. And they look like giant pixie sticks. Basically. And they also had tube ones that you turn upside down and yes. back and forth and go. I would give those a four out of five. They were fun. They were great. They were simple. They almost never broke. But the fun can only last so long with one of those toys. So that's why it's getting a four from me. But yeah, I would just run around my house and whip it around like a lasso. (laughs) That's what you're asking. Another one. This is Furby Realm. But did you have a fur real friend? Yes, I did. I'm so jealous. That was something I could never get... But I also had pets. Yeah. Um, this was... I'm not going to give it a rating yet. I really liked it. It was cute. I thought it would be more fun, but anything animatronic from the they early were 2000s... animatronic pets. Kind of like the Furbies. They had like cute. a fluffy outside, but it didn't go very deep. They had deep. like puppies, kitties. Bunnies. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say a three out of five, just because... Anything that was animatronic from the early 2000s, even if you got it straight out of the box, the day it came off the truck, it just never worked quite right. I never had one that worked the way it was supposed to. it never came with batteries. No. And if you, like, even if you called the company, it's not, like, nowadays you could go on Amazon and be like, this toy was so crappy, I didn't like it, and they'd send you a new one. If they sent you a new one, it'd still be just as bad. It's not like anything was wrong with the toy other than, like, we just weren't there yet. But I will say about the batteries thing, um, I did have one of my friend's moms growing up who came to my birthday parties. She would look at however many batteries needed to be with the toy, and she would tape that to the box for you so you didn't have to get batteries for it. So shout out to Leanne and Angel. But also low-key, little cheap. You're just supposed to buy a pack of batteries. I just thought that that was nice. It is and nice. I didn't it's have incredible. to think about it. And thank you, Leanne. Because it wasn't like my parents were going to do it for me. They were like, you know how to use a screwdriver. Yeah. Our next toy, not quite the 90s, but I wanted to know your opinions on it. Because they were talking about it at work today. And that's what just sparked my whole little review show. I love this game, so I'm down. Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah, these are a little before us. I think that I had one just because my older cousin, like, gave me an old one. But I did not intentionally seek them out. But I don't have any strong opinions about a Cabbage Patch Kid. I just don't care. And your rating? I guess, like, a three. I'm very neutral. 
So I thought Cabbage Patch Kids were the ugliest motherfuckers in town. They're not cute. I was like, I don't understand why these were popular. Who wants one? They have gross little button noses and they creep me out. But this is what they were talking about at work. So I'm pretty much the youngest person at my office. And so dear sweet Kendra was telling me and somebody else about them. She's old enough that they came out when she was 16. You had to get on a waiting list to buy one from Toys R Us. And when she, she got one at 16 and apparently she took it everywhere with her and she said that it really creeped her boyfriend's parents out and i'm thinking about a 16 year old that's old enough and mature enough to date another person who has a full-time cabbage patch kid yeah um they came with birth certificates and names which like a lot of stuffed animals do that but i think they were freaking ugly my mom talked about it and i think that my older cousins did something similar they're probably about the same age as your co-worker and i thought that that was really weird but there were these toys that like did the same inside out thing that a cabbage patch kid did um they looked like little alien bears but they were really really cute i can't remember what they were called but i did like those hmm. on to the next pretty similar not quite 90s beanie babies i loved them um, I was a big stuffed animal kid. I loved stuffed animals. I love stuffed animals. I had a dollar store panda bear that had a red bow tie, and I took him everywhere. Um, I took him to school, and he sat on my desk, and I loved that thing. And he was from the literal dollar store. But Beanie Babies, great. Love it. Um, my mom would buy a Beanie Baby whenever they were on sale, and whenever I was, like, really sad about something or having a bad day, she'd be like, I have a surprise for you. How many Beanie Babies did you get when your dad died? Mm, I think I was past Beanie Babies then. <laughs> the depression hit you hard. <laughs> you grow up fast. Um, I think that she only did that, like, three times, but it was, like, so magical. And I had this one, and it was a purple poodle, and it had a rainbow holographic collar. Incredible. It was so beautiful. So what would you rate Beanie Babies? Oh, five out of five. Five out of five. I had very few Beanie Babies, and they were never like, woo, a Beanie Baby. It was just like a stuffed animal. But if you did not have a tag protector, what were you doing? I never had a tag protector. Oh my god, Jamie. The danger. (laughs) I can't believe you were playing with your Beanie Babies without protection. Yeah, they are all ragged. I'd rip that tag right off. I was like, get this off. Okay, very similar realm, but a toy I didn't have and was jealous about. Fucking Webkins. A million and five out of five stars. Uh, yeah, I had Webkins. That's all I ever wanted in life. I had a Webkins collection. Does, it's just not fair. That's what happened when my dad died. I upgraded from Beanie Babies to Webkins. <laughs> um... And it was incredible. And I tried to log in to make like a Webkins account. Cause... But now you have to like buy. A I guess we didn't super website. describe Webkins either. Oh. But there are stuffed animals that have a code for you to play with them online. It was the most genius idea. Like if you played. What's the internet. Like, internet video games just like sort of became. Like I was playing Neopets. What was the one? Something Tropolis. Pop Tropica. Yeah, maybe that was it. And then there was also um, 
maybe it was called. It was like it wasn't Metropolis. It was. It was a cereal brand that had the stuff on the back of their box. Gosh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I really have no idea, but um, yeah, and I would play Millsbury. Yes. Okay, I was obsessed. I played those games. I played Neopets. I played all the Disney Channel ones, the Zack and Cody one where you like ran away from Mr. Moe's. Yes, in the hallway. Yeah. Mm, good shit. Um, and so you got to play games with your webkins. You had a house for them. You could buy them clothes. You got to mine for gems. They had a doctor. It was quality coding for the time. I never got to experience the joy of a Webkins. I'm going to get you one for Christmas. So if you told somebody they wanted a specific stuffed animal for $15 today in the year 2020, they'd be like, that's kind of a bit much for a stuffed animal, but if it's what you really want, like, sure. When they first came out, they were still $15 to $20-ish a piece. Yeah, I'd say like $20. 25 maybe depending on which one the size yeah. blah 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 they mean minis so they had like an affordable version quote unquote any hoodle my dad master of the stuffed claw machines never spent more than a dollar on a stuffed animal for me he would just find machines that had good stuffed animals in them and play those because somehow he's Got the magical ability to never need more than two tries to get something out of there. So $15 on a stuffed animal was insane. Stupid, ridiculous. Especially because I had already had so many stuffed animals. Yeah. I had a net above my bed that like took up a corner. Yeah. And I'd throw my stuffed animals up there and I had so many that from the net to the ceiling was stuffed. Well, I would have the time of my life on the weekends watching Barney jumping on my bed. I would jump up from the bed, hit the bottom of the net, and yep. knock them all down. And then I'd play basketball with my stuffed animals and throw them back up. And you could go on for hours like that. Yeah. I wish that was my life now, to be honest. I wish I had no responsibilities eating Graham Teddies while watching Barney being angry that they literally never eat the food on Barney. Yeah, but... Webkins were great. I'm really sorry you didn't have one. I'll see what I can do for Christmas. <laughs> All right, our next toy. Koosh balls. Are those the little ones I was talking about that were, like, just cut up rubber bands, essentially? Actually, it was you have these two discs, one for each player on your hand, and it was a Velcro ball that you threw back and forth, and you caught it with your Velcro disc Mint. My family called that Velcro ball, very original name. It was called Koosh. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a fun game. Um, I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5 because finding somebody to play with me was almost impossible. But when we did, it was a great time. I had a brother and it was semi-sport related. And also it's way easier for kids than trying to catch a baseball in a mitt. Yeah. It's like, I just gotta get the velcro yeah make sure it doesn't hit me in the mouth but the velcro would get full of like dirt and fuzz and shit because we're children i was an only child so a lot of these two player oh, games so you had webkins you were an only child you only had one parent to deal with life was good man <laughs> yeah but uh <laughs> real quick earlier today we got to do these fun little best friend quizzes that this website generates and one of jamie's questions was 
who's her favorite parent, her mom or her dad? And I said, if it's dad, I'm going to be so freaking wild because her dad is dead if you've never listened to an episode before. And at this point, she's mostly cool about jokes. He's Miss Keisha. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, yeah. Um, it was, like, my third recommended question, and I, like, ignored it the first time, and then it came up again, and I was like, this, I have to put it in. I have to. Next toy. Our next toy, you mentioned earlier, I'm a big fan of Betty Spaghetti. Betty Spaghetti. 4.9 out of 5. Because, have you ever been... <laughs> Betty Spaghetti whipped in the eye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that shit hurted. She did. Uh, Betty Spaghetti, for our uneducated listeners, was basically a plastic, like a hard plastic Barbie. But her shirt, her pants, her legs, her hands, and her feet all came separate and you put her together and you could use different pieces from different Betty Spaghettis. I had one Betty Spaghetti with colored arms and legs so you could just give them like a purple leg or whatever you want. Um, And their hair was plastic strands that looked like spaghetti. Yeah, and her arms kind of moved like a Gumby doll. Like they would move a little bit, but they not were completely. plastic with a piece of wire in it. Yeah, it was a little bit bendable, but like sort of like a harder to bend um, pipe cleaner. Yeah, but Betty Spaghetti was so fun. Um, I remember my aunt. I didn't have one for a while, but I wanted one, and I went to my cousin's house, and I was like at the store, and I was never a child who really asked for anything especially from somebody who wasn't my parents but I was just like in awe at this Betty Spaghetti apparently and she was like do you want me to buy you one and I was like you can do that yeah I was like legally you're allowed like you're gonna buy me a toy and we're not gonna get in trouble so we got matching Betty Spaghetti's me and my cousin and it was the most fun weekend of my life to date I'm pretty I would bring my Betty Spaghetti's over to play with my cousin I had three Oh, my goodness. I had two blonde ones. One had a purple hair tie, and the other one had a pink hair tie. That was the only difference between the two. Then I had their best friend, who had green pigtails. Yeah. Um, Betty Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Paschetti. <laughs> Betty Paschetti. <laughs> it's spaghetti. Um, but basically, her head is, like, smooth, like a round, bald man, and there's hair painted on. Yeah. And then she has a ponytail of this plastic spaghetti hair that you put little clips and braids in. If you whipped somebody with that, it would leave a mark. That was how they beat Jesus. <laughs> with Too far. Too far. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Have you seen that meme of the charger with, like, every adapter cord on it? And it's like, this is what they whipped Jesus with? I wish you wouldn't have said that. Uh, what, uh, goodness. That's what gave uh, Lynn Toff's daughter the marks on her face. <laughs> anyway, next toy. That was a very niche reference. Polly Pockets! I loved it. What? Uh, Polly Pockets were originally 
little plastic dolls with rubber clothes. Yeah. They eventually moved to magnetic clothes because we the best thing to do on the clothes. <laughs> chewing on the clothes was the best part of Polly Pockets. I know that I have such a weird, vivid memory with all of these toys, but I remember one day my mom and I went to Big Lots and I found a Polly Pocket kit for sale like on the ground in the corner of the store and it was probably like 50% off. She was like, you can buy it. And she let me watch Zoe 101 on the TV in her room and play with my Polly Pocket kit. I Polly Pockets was like the thing that you could always buy me and I'd be excited about. So I just had like five sets, uh, a ton of them. I had like this jumbo container of goldfish that came in like a sand pail. And we had eaten all the goldfish, and I used that to store all my Polly Pockets. I had the pet salon. What? And they were color-changing with water. I did not have that. Your parents might do that, but not a Webkinz. That had to have cost more than a Webkinz. I only got stuff for Christmas and birthdays. So it just kind of built up. But I was into Polly Pockets for a long time. Fair, fair. And, oh. The chewiness of the clothes. Once they switched to magnets, it was really shitty because, like, the magnets didn't always line up, and... Her shirt would be, like, a little bit, like, five degrees off. The front and the back didn't line up, so you'd have, like, these horrible... It just... It wasn't wasn't right. Yeah. Uh, What's our rating? I'd say five out of five. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was nothing wrong with a good Polly Pocket Crunch or two. (laughs) Moving on to something near and dear to my heart. As my father would call them, Tamahoochies. <laughs> no, he, he really did. Um, tell us what you think about Tamagotchis. A thousand and one million and six hundred out of five from stars. They were like the first introduction to digital pet games. Like, they've made hundreds of these at this point. They've had like so many different kinds of. It's literally a screen with a little digital pet you take care of. But I think Tamagotchi's was the originator. I had the white one that had like red and blue shapes on it. It looked like Tokopi. Yes. Um, great. Loved it. Thought it was the coolest thing that Do ever you have happened. any idea what generation it was? Mm, maybe the second. I didn't get anything, like, right when it came out. So, the type really of nib it had on it. So, it would have, like, a little antenna on your Tamagotchi. I and then remember. the OG one just has a little antenna. Um, they have one with a ball on it, one with a star on it. The most up-to-date ones was Tamagotchi 5 or 6, oh, which wow. had a little house on it. And let me tell you, I had one of every version of Tamagotchis. You're so rich. I had one Tamagotchi. Okay, but Tamagotchis weren't cool or, like, super available until, like, middle school for me. So me and my friend, we'd save up our money, and they sold them at Walgreens. So we'd go to Walgreens and buy them for, like, I think they were 15 bucks. So I really wanted the newest one that came out, and it's 50 bucks, which is unreasonable, but it looks so cool. Wait, I think there's, like, a new one that's, like, big. I think this is the one that I had. It might have been the first generation. I'm looking it up. Oh, no. It's on Macari. Anyway, doesn't matter. But, uh, 
I miss my Tamagotchi. I kind of want to buy a new one. I was a huge fucking loser. And, like, in eighth grade, I had a keychain of, like, five Tamagotchis I was taking to school so they wouldn't die on me. Um, if you can't tell by this podcast, um, maybe Laura. I'm not going to speak on your behalf. But I was into toys for way too long because, um... Sometimes you do tell me you were, like, really into this thing that I was, like... I'm pretty sure that was for babies. <laughs> I think uh, it had a little bit to do with my trauma. And the trauma. The I was trauma. like, so I watched like kids shows for a little too long, played with toys for a little too long, wasn't really into like the techie stuff until later in life, but you know. You weren't drinking booze and having sex. No, I was just like, like I didn't really have any crushes on boys until I was in high school. Like in middle school, I was like. I'm going to watch Teen Nick and be a normal kid. You were JoJo Siwa. But, yeah, but I'm going to play with my Tamagotchi, too, because that's more fun than, like, talking. Goodness gracious. Anyway, but I also crafted a lot. I was, like... Crafting! I started a jewelry business, and I made, like, actual jewelry with real clamps and stuff. I painted all the time, but that was, like, other than stuffed animals... As painting, coloring, jewelry making. Anything I could make with my hands. Craft. Yeah. If you weren't a crafting kid, uh, your childhood had to have been so boring. Like, I asked my, one of my best friends. She, like, never did arts and crafts or Pinterest DIY. Well, Pinterest didn't exist then. But, like, she never did stuff like that. And I was like, so what'd you do? And she was like, we, like, watched the music channel on TV of music videos. And I was like, that's the most boring thing I've ever heard. It is. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry to roast you guys. Any Gosh. more toys? We got one or two more? Uh, I think we have three more. Let's do it. Let's, let's do them nice and quick. Um, so, this isn't like a specific toy, but there were a lot of the versions of this. Cameras for kids. They pretty much just <laughs> invented digital cameras a few years before that that like everybody could own um and they made like little plastic cameras for kids and you take the pictures and you have no idea what you took until you plugged it into the computer because there was no screen it didn't print anything out and there was no film i did not have a little kid's camera my parents got me a digital camera that probably cost 35 bucks from kmart and took two double a batteries and it did have a camera card because when I was seven years old, I said I wanted to be a photographer. So they were like, we're investing in your business. And they really fucking did. Yeah, I know. And it did have a screen. Um, the pictures weren't great. And one of my friends, she was super fashion forward, ended up being homecoming queen. She wanted to have makeovers and I would be the photographer. So <laughs> I we would I'd let her take pictures of me too because like I dressed up. But I really just wanted to be the photographer. So I did not have a little kid's camera, so I can't properly rate it, but I think that they're a great invention. My child will definitely have one. I would say two out of five. It was the biggest piece of garbage ever. <gasps> That's right. Also, my mom, like, anytime we went on vacation, she'd give me my own uh, disposable camera. You should give a kid that instead of these pieces of crap. <laughs> and then I could get my own photos printed, which was, like, so cool to me. These cameras also came in that horrible plastic packaging that you need, like... A fucking laser to cut through. You try and take scissors to this sh- packaging, like... It'll shank you. Y- you'll almost be murdered. Yeah. Yep. Um, I did get a camera phone. 
and it took absolute shit quality photos. You couldn't tell what was happening. I did get a digital camera sophomore year, and I was so excited. It was, like, the first year that I had, like, social events to attend, like, dances and parades, and it was incredible. You can actually tell what's happening in the photos. When I was in high school, I upgraded cameras and I got the Coolpix camera that was advertised by Justin Timberlake because it was touchscreen and there weren't even touchscreen phones. Whoa. Did the touchscreen work? Hardly. It was like same level as the animatronic uh, pets that we talked about earlier. They had iPod touches somewhere in between eighth grade and freshman year. It was still like, it wasn't touchscreen like glass. That was like an brand iPod. new shit. It was like, you know the squishy touchscreens? Yes. That's what it was. Um, it was pretty cool in theory. I just wish the touchscreen would have worked better, but I thought I was very cool for having that camera. Very nice, very nice. Um, this one also is not like brand specific, but did you have any kind of toy that was its own video game system? I had these fashion dolls i don't know what the brand was but they were like cat girls sort of i think or at least the logo was and you'd put the doll in the stand and you plug the thing into your tv with av cords and play a game i know there were so many toys like this that they were basically a video game system but they only played their one game because there weren't discs or anything it was built in I can't remember anything like that. I did have a Barbie laptop that had, like, all learning games. Like, it was all math. and. My cousin had a Barbie laptop. I was so fucking jealous. Writing. It was a grandma toy, and I could only play with it at grandma's house. So, like, it was almost like not having one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that is the only thing that I can really think of that's similar, and it's not even the same thing. But it sounds very cool. I think they were cool. Um, I'd say three out of five. Just because... If you didn't have that shit plugged in right, your whole game crashed. That's fair. Alright, we're almost done. We have two more. Whoop whoop. Sky flyers or dancers, perhaps. So there are those little dolls with fairy wing things, and you'd launch them off a spinner and they'd fly around in the air. Sounds like you were a doll girl. I absolutely was a doll girl. I was not. Um, I had brats. I did not have any of those. Oh sky my flyers. god, you if you had brats, you were a bitch. And I am. You are. <laughs> um, but I never had sky flyers. Uh, they're very cool in theory. What I would do was we had a clothesline in our backyard to hang up like sheets and stuff. And I would put my webkins on it and pull it back and slingshot them into the neighbor's yard. And then go <laughs> get them all and do it again. <laughs> to be fair, the only one of those I had was like a McDonald's toy. I would say four out of five. Did you have those discs where if you ripped something that looked like something you'd snake a drain with, it would shoot up into the air? Kind of the a same idea. Beyblade. It's not a Beyblade. They my brother had ones that were like monster truck tires, um, but it, con- same concept. I'm not exactly sure what you're describing. If it's not a Beyblade or one of the tire things, can't remember. Anyway, yeah, nope, didn't have a sky flyer. Sorry. I say four out of five. Um, I'm not giving it five because it could have been more technologically advanced, but there was really nothing wrong with the physics. Great. Love the anatomy of it all. <laughs> and our last one. 
Neopets. Neopets, basically like the same thing as Webkins, but honestly, I think they were cuter. Uh, Webkins were like real animals. Neopets were some fucking alien cartoon type shit. To end on a heartfelt note, my dad bought me a Neopet right before he passed, and it was blue, and I named the little dragon Wingy. And Did it have, like, the little pointy horns and clouds on it? He had the pointy horns, no clouds. He had little red and yellow patches on him. Like, he had been, like, sewn back up like a patch in a jacket. But he was all blue, and he was so cute. Um, and I took that thing everywhere. Now, it was, like, a keychain-sized one, but I took him everywhere, and he was, like, my BFF. So, yeah, I loved Neopets. I would five say, out of five. Five out of five. I'd say the video game, four out of five, because I'm not good at video games. I feel like everybody knows how to play video games, but I always skip through what the instructional character says, and then I'm like, I'm stuck on this level forever because I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I do hate, sometimes we'll take a really long break from a video game. I'm like, shit, I don't know what the fuck you're supposed to do. But I feel like everybody understands what the basic buttons in any video game does. Like, A, forward, B, back, arrow keys arrow keys you know what i don't understand this is the conspiracy theory i'll leave with you guys for the week my mother cannot email me a picture from her ipad has so much trouble with technology that woman bought me a gamecube when i was like six and she's like you're gonna learn how to play video games because i like video games but like can't even text me a photo what was she playing an atari i think that she had one she i know she had an n64 i have an n64 or not that uh the first one. An Atari. Yeah, she had that. I don't know. Anyway, but she liked video games, and she was like, you're going to learn how to play video games because they're cool. But she, like, can't send me an email. That's crazy. My mom can absolutely send you an email forward and backwards. Um, video games, I don't know what they do to her. Like, she has the mental capacity to maybe play, like, a calm game. But I tried to play Mario Party with her. Everybody takes turns. You don't have to be super fast. Like, you're just rolling the dice, playing some mini games. Yeah. She loses her mind with frustration. She's like, it's all happening too fast. I don't understand. I didn't get to read the instructions for five hours. Like, what is going on? Why am I not winning? That's so funny. My mom really likes Mario Party, but I bought her Animal Crossing for Christmas, and I know that she's not going to know how to play it. I'm going to have to help her. Um, so. I learn new things about Animal Crossing every day, though. I'm going to have to show her, like, this is how you can run. This is how you can switch between your tools. Not like, oh, this is a cool new upgrade. Also, my mother-in-law got Animal Crossing, like. But this beach. A week and a half ago. So, if you time travel in Animal Crossing and cheat, we all do it. Like, it's fine. She, like, cheated so hard and played it so long She's already had KK come, and she's had it for, like, a week. And I'm like, this? Do you know how long I worked? I had over 300 flowers, Laura. You remember how long it took me? I did not time travel until after I had That's what I thought, like, the unspoken rule was. And she was like, well, I looked up how to do it, and... We found all this stuff online, and now I know how to, like, do the turnip trading sales. And I'm like, you cannot be better at this than me. I'm so mad. She's not better. She's a cheater. And, 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 and. <laughs> Nintendo Switches were sold out 
everywhere because it was the only fun thing to do during quarantine is fucking Animal Crossing, which the game's been out for seven months. It's resurging now that they updated it for Halloween, which I think it's going to probably just resurge every update. That's how it works. They said they plan on having like updates for three years, which I don't understand. I think it should be one year so you get all the holidays in. Just let it go, guys. But this beach, this beach goes to the store because switches are back in stock and she buys the limited edition animal crossing one my mom and my mother-in-law they're horse in this house there's something about that aqua and teal controllers that just sets me off and i'm like i need it yeah mm-hmm. i'm pretty upset about it myself um we need to cool down so I guess we'll see you guys next week. Um, like I said, my advice for this week was buy an electric pumpkin carver and maybe revisit your toy childhood. We were discussing sit and spins earlier. Um, they're selling one for $500 on Etsy. If you didn't spin yourself so hard that you flew off of it, what were you doing? Like if the whole thing didn't just blast off like Team Rocket, like wh- what were you doing? <sighs> All right, as always, if you've got questions, comments, concerns, you remember the toy we missed, you can reach us at twopalsinapod at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at twopalsinapod. Bye! Bye!